What's up, y'all? Um, this week was a great week. I had so much fun. I feel like uh, I heard this thing, um, probably on Instagram. I like to follow people that will inspire me. And I heard this thing about your social media. Become your content. Like, don't just fake things and put things on social media. Like, actually be your content. Like, live a life to where if you recorded it, took pictures, like, you are your content. And I feel like my life is that. Like, I just feel... Like, I'm living in a, a life that's really meaningful to me. There's obviously certain things that I do still that I'm trying to transition out of. But for the most part, I live a very, like, uh, authentic, fun life. And so I was able to do... We went to the Balloon Glow this week. Hot air balloons taken off. We did the State Fair. It was my son's 10th birthday. Um, we went to Kid Leroy, me and my son went to Kid Leroy, I forgot to even talk about Kid Leroy concert, I felt so old, I can't even, like, explain to you how weird it felt to be in this concert, I was, like, one of the parents with their kid, and the kid knew all the rap songs, and I was, like, this awkwardly old person that was sitting there, like, slightly embarrassed to dance and move because I want to embarrass my kid but then like the music was really good so you're trying to get into it and then you're thinking of like what if I was here with like my girlfriend or my friends like how would I be acting and then if I was acting this way with knowing I have my kids at home how weird is it that I'm 40 years old at a Kid Leroy concert trying to act like I'm cool it's just an eye-opener just a big eye-opener to realize like most of the people at this concert were at least and this isn't a joke at least half of my age half of my age i'm still hanging i'm still keeping up I'm going to the in, i'm going to do the incline right now but so hope you guys enjoy this tuesday funny i appreciate you guys for listening you guys are great mean the world to me and uh I do have a really big thing coming up. I really want you guys to tune in. It's uh, it's going to be September 28th from 7 to 8 p.m. It's going to be a live YouTube stream. So hit me up if you want that. A lot of people already have. I'll send it to you like, two, like a day or two before it airs so I have the link. But I'm going to do an hour special with original songs at Jive's Coffee Lounge. And I would love for as many people to tune in as possible. I'm going to make it... I just want to like get people's emotions going. I just want to sing my songs, talk about them. But most of my songs I wrote during really hard times. Like They're kind of sad. Um, I have a lot of upbeat, fun ones. But a lot just about like finding your way. About making mistakes. About my sons going through cancer. Um a lot just a lot of like feeling like i was alone and so if you guys like my content you want to come check that out it's uh wednesday evening seven to eight mountain standard time jives coffee lounge if you want to actually come get there early because the seating's horrible 
But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. Hi, I just passed a Casamigos truck. Casamigos is a tequila brand. Oh my gosh, these people. So, on the side of the Casamigos truck, George Clooney's the one that sells it. And there's a picture of him and like his boyfriend, do you think? Probably, right? Yeah. Is he gay? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. That's what I was just wondering. But he's riding a motorcycle with his boyfriend into the sunset. <laughs> into the sunset too. That seems gay. You're putting a lot of scenarios in your brain that weren't on the truck. Weren't they riding into the sunset? And it was basically like, drink Casa Amigos, and you can drive a motorcycle into the sunset with your boyfriend. <laughs> with no helmets while you're drunk. With that accent. <laughs> That's how yeah. George Clooney talks now. Oh. Ever since he turned gay and got a boyfriend. <laughs> it's weird. I'm gonna Google. <laughs> He's not gay. He was married. Yeah. I think he has kids. So maybe. just because you were married with kids doesn't mean I know. Gay. Lots of people like turn gay now. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't allowed to be gay for so long. And now... I just waved at this guy on accident, this homeless guy, so I think he thinks that means I'm giving him money. But I don't have any money. Aww. Get this poor little fisherman hat. Can't these guys go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Look at this stoplight. It's all covered. I know. So, like, you have to treat that as your green. And this guy just sat there the whole freaking time. Oh my gosh. What happened with Casamigos guy? He's bisexual. It is his boyfriend. He is bisexual, but more exclusively homosexual. What does that mean? <laughs> Google. <laughs> so Google says he's bisexual, but more likely gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that him quoting this or somebody that saw his Casamigos? <laughs> I just started typing on Wikipedia. George Clooney's gay. True or false? Where's this guy going? Oh my. Oh, someone's giving him money. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see what other Google articles say here. Uh, Tell the listeners. All about Mr. Clooney. And while you're looking for that, <laughs> I am not going to wave at this homeless guy again. They're so good at making uncomfortable eye contact with you. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand it. So there's gay rumors. There's been gay rumors uh-huh. throughout his career. Because of Brad Pitt and him? What? No, Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> 
clear. Oh. I think he's bisexual, maybe. Really? Yeah. That's why I put the motorcycle picture on the truck. <laughs> That's why you think. You can be gay and straight and still drink my tequila. Yeah, but would you uh, post a picture of you and your buddy on motorcycles on like On my tequila truck? <laughs> yeah. Only if I was advertising that I was turning gay. Because it has nothing to do with drinking tequila. You know, you think you'd be sitting on the beach and they'd have like a shot glass in their hand, like they'd be cheersing or something. Like yeah. they're like tequila and motorcycles. <laughs> they go really well together. Drink my tequila and ride your motorcycle as fast as you fucking can, oh <laughs> without a helmet on. Shit, we're gonna be a little bit late. To what the fair? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Remember when you used to snore? Yeah. Oh, I used to think I was funnier. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard you snore in a while. Yeah, because you don't listen to me anymore. Oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh dear. We're at a year, folks. Me and Kelsey. We've known each other over one year now. So we're at that part in your relationship where you just stop caring about each other. Oh, whatever. You don't laugh at each other. You don't listen to each other. You don't compliment each other anymore, and you're just like, you're mine forever, and I don't have to try anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. One year yeah. dating? Oh, I you're didn't mine. Yeah, isn't that how it works? So you're not mine forever? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have to like put a ring on it like Beyonce says? Probably. So wait, here's a question for you real quick. If you put a ring on it. Why is that so much more official than just, like, living together and being together? I know. Like, people feel so much more trapped, I feel like, once that ring comes out. But then they also feel, like, so much more committed. Uh-huh. Is it more of a trapped feeling, do you think, people get? Or a committed feeling? Or is it 50-50? 50-50. What would you get if I popped a ring out right now? Oh, so trapped. You I'm would? kidding. I'm oh, just kidding. God. I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm just kidding. Okay. I think it'd be no different. I think we both know that we're committed. Yeah. So it's still feel the same. But then people that don't have a ring and don't get married, is this always this feeling in the back of your mind, I would imagine, where you'd be like, this person could leave me really easily. You know? Or it's like, why doesn't this person want to marry me? We've been together for eight years. How long were you with your ex until you got married? Seven and a half years. Did you have that feeling? Or did you care? I didn't really care. So why didn't you care? Because you just knew you guys were... Yeah. He was more in love with me than I was with him, I think. Yeah. So it didn't bother me that he didn't propose. But like you, I'm not with seven years. Or else. Or else. Okay. Well, Kelsey. Anyways. Bohan. Ew. Because <laughs> you imagine. That's how I propose oh. to you right now. <laughs> and I call you Kelsey Bohan. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. Anything else? No. George hey, Clooney's bisexual. Yeah. So, anyway, bisexual biking with tequila. Alright, so there's two different types of people. Well, there's probably three there's different three. types. There's normal, and then there's us. 
So we're on different <laughs> sides of the spectrum when it comes to our bladder. Not our bladder. Our pooping. <laughs> your your poop system. <laughs> so some people, they just go what like you say like once a day is probably healthy. Yeah. One poo a day. Yeah. So I'm on the spectrum of like so six. Like every other day, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> six a day <laughs> and kelsey's on the one of like one every like six months <laughs> sort of feels like right mm. and we were just talking about <laughs> her system's just like this little bitch system that's like oh hum just another day <laughs> stacking it up until i want to throw up <laughs> i've got no reason to live <laughs> and mine's like Bring on more food, motherfucker. We know what time it is. You are never going to back the system up. I'm like, oh, yeah, watch this. And I just start eating like an eating competition. It's like. It's disgusting. It's pretty gross. It's like, remember when I tried to go clean for like a week? Clean. On my podcast. I was like, no more swearing. Yeah. Yeah. That lasted long. And now it's all dicks and fart jokes again. What happened? Oh, boy. Anything else on this poops systems? No. How about some suggestions? Have either of you been in either of our situations and you found something that worked? Please call 1-800. Help me poop. Help me poop dot com. The phone number. The dot. I'm not sure where that's at on the key pad. 1-800-HELPMEPOOP.COM 1-800-CALL 1-800-HELPMEPOOP.COM Niners 6-2 That's all right. But you could hit me up at King of Corona. What a stupid name, by the way. Seriously, if people have pooping advice, I really need some. I'm struggling day to day. She's doing a smooth move. There's a... Senna tea, Marilax, Fiber Pills, all of yeah, it. Yeah, all of it. None of it works for me. And none that, of it. And that poop do not want to flow. I think I what should about enema? to the doctor. What about just sticking <laughs> things up your bum? I don't give myself enemas. But what if you did? Would it help? I don't want to think about that. What about a fire hose down your throat? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got a hose right here. Do you want to try? It's got to have a <laughs> lot neighbors, of pressure. My neighbor's going to be like, what is you that? Stick a fire hose in your throat and just blow your bowels out. Oh, God. Would that kill you instantly, do you think? If you opened your mouth and stuck a fire hose in your <laughs> mouth and turned it on full blast and it was like yes. strapped to your face where it, it wouldn't would just pop out, definitely would it blow probably. a hole? It would do some damage for sure. If anybody wants to try it. that. It, it'll be like the new Tide Pod challenge where you used to swallow fire Tide hose. Pods. Now we're into the Fire Hose challenge. <laughs> Strap a fire hose to your faces. Stop. Send me a video of what happens. Please don't. Please don't do that. Disclaimer, don't do that. Bye. Wait, was that it? Yeah. Wasn't there any? Oh, I just wanted to talk about something. one more thing. Oh, I was at the gas station. Sure. And the lady, I was like, how are you? And she was like, been better i just ate a hot dog and i haven't eaten one in 23 years and i was like i was like oh what pushed you off that wagon 
was like, what got you to break? Like, she was like a recovering alcoholic. And she's like, well, my mom used to make hot dogs all the time when I was younger. And I just hated them. And so I just didn't eat them. And she's like, now I work at a gas station. And they got these cheddar hot dogs. And so I thought maybe I could enjoy hot dogs now. And I was like, and what? You ate it and instantly brought you back to your childhood of hot dog eating contests? <laughs> she, I can't tell if she understood it was a joke or not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? Did she, she was enjoy like, the hot dog or not? She hated it. She hated it? It was almost it? like an alcoholic after 23 years of not drinking had their first drink. And it's like, oh. She ate that hot dog and she was like not happy about it. Wow. Isn't that funny? She really opened up to you at the gas station. Yeah. There was people in line behind me too. Oh my gosh. Who says that? Like you're like, how are you doing? Well, I just ate a hot dog. Well, I ate three hot dogs and I farted real loud about 10 seconds ago. <laughs> Besides that, life's pretty good. Oh my God. That's like you when that guy was like, what's good? And you're like, good. What's good? Good. Oh. Yeah. It's like opposite of you. You say what's good and you, all you say is good. And then you ask her what's good and she goes off about all her whole life. She's like, oh, I had a hot dog. This time I was going to use mustard, but I changed my mind last second. And I went straight ketchup. And I took the bun and I, I toasted the bun. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get going, lady. Anyway, that's all. Anything else? Mm -mm. There was one other thing I thought of, too. No, there was. I promise. I'm very warm. We were talking on the couch and laughing. Just now? Yeah. Just now? Uh-huh. What were you laughing about? Something funny. Um... I remember I laughed so hard I had to shit. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> and that's why we're doing this podcast. All right, that's all. We'll think of it. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Suckers. Guys, 4.30 in the morning. I'm driving to go do the incline, which if you guys don't know, it is a hike up the mountain in Manitou Springs, Colorado. Uh, it's a mile basically straight up the face of this mountain. They cut steps into the side of the mountain. So you go... You climb 2,000 feet within one mile, and then it cuts back around on a trail. I do this with my buddy Nate, and I was driving there, and I realized it's Tuesday. Yesterday was Labor Day, and so I hadn't finished my Tuesday footies yet. And so I figured I'd jump on, finish this bad boy up for you, publish it, so you can all enjoy it today. Um... <laughs> so we went to the fair yesterday and first off I worked the fair we set up a booth at the fair for solar never again never again never 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 again will I ever 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 do that again I it's ter it was terrible it was horrible and like the more I do this like knocking doors and fairs and this stuff like the more I can't wait to finally be done with it because it's like I professionally annoy people. That's my job. How well can I get my mindset to be able to go out and just annoy the hell out of everybody? And I've been doing that for like 15 years plus since I was 
19, ever since I became a missionary for the church, I got sucked into this door knocking culture. Oh, it's another thing. <laughs> it's another thing. I didn't even like realize until right now that basically like my career. But, well, my career has been stemmed from my Mormon church going days. The pay has been good, been chasing paychecks, made enough to make it through, but I sure would love to be done professionally annoying everybody. Anyway, we're at the fair, uh, which I worked, and then we actually went to the fair, and had some fun, went on the rides, got the food, but... They had that little basketball game where you can shoot and you win prizes. And so they had these, like, jerseys. They had, like, Kobe jerseys. Kobe Bryant and Kevin Durant and, like, Shaquille O'Neal. And, like, so my kids were, like, this was my son's fifth birthday. It's not his fifth birthday. It's on September 5th. It's his 10th birthday. So I was, like, yeah, you want me to shoot? So Sophie takes a shot, almost makes it. And then I actually make it. And so we get this jersey. And I was saying to my son, because it's huge, it fits me. And I was like, you should just save it and, like, keep it. And then one day it's going to be worth a lot. And Sophie's, or Kelsey, my girlfriend, so you guys all know that because there's, like, ten of you listening. <laughs> but Kelsey was uh like these are really honestly are not like authentic and i was like how funny would it be if you just like if we faked his signature and then put today's date on there <laughs> like underneath the signature like this is the date it was signed nine five two thousand twenty two people come to buy it eventually we post it online for like a thousand bucks. People are like, so how does this work? Because he died uh, before this date. This is one of them special Kobe's. You ever heard of Jesus? You ever heard of that guy? Kind of similar thing. But so what you're saying is Kobe came back to life just to sign this jersey. I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that. I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that. Um, <laughs> so also we go to the uh, the rides at the fair are sketch, like beyond sketchy. I can't even believe that like we trust the. It's like when you're sitting in them. So we got in this one. The one, it's like a. We did the ring of fire that just goes in the circle like on a roller coaster. But the first one we went on was like the little hammer things that go all the way around. They have like a cage that they pull in. My daughter, she sat like on the inside right next right next to me. So I was on the outside. Because that's how that works. Like if one person's on the inside, then the other person like technically would be on the outside of the inside person if it's a two-seat thing. So I was on the outside. And we look down, the little lever that you pull to lock yourself in is this electrical tape wrapped all around. Like, like 
on a ride where you're about to flip and go all the way upside down. There's a guy riding down the middle of the street on his bicycle. Like a main street. So he's tweaking out. That was really weird. Um, anyway, that was really strange. So, this tape. And Sophie's already freaking out. She's like, is this safe? That is the safe. And I looked down and I was like, Sophie, look. Do you think they would use... Don't you think they would use, like, uh, scotch tape or that clear tape or a different kind of tape if it wasn't safe? These guys went the extra mile. They busted out the electrical tape. They went and looked probably for, like, a good five, ten minutes for something whip this thing back together because this is their chance to make their money and so yeah we're safe this is good solid black electrical tape sophie she's freaking out of her mind oh man i honestly like sometimes on these rides i feel like i look around like okay first off half the people on these rides there's like nobody on the nobody rides the rides. There's like half the people on the fair. More than half the people don't even do the rides. This is my first year ever doing the rides. And they throw that thing together in like a day. The whole fair. They put it together. Those carnies come out. Like, is it safe at all? I don't know. Is there inspectors? I don't know. I'm thinking about if I got hired to do the fair and I went out there how poorly I would probably do. Like, if I was a high school kid or a college kid, and they're like, ah, you push this button, you do this, you did this, and this, and this, and this, and this. Kind of pay attention. I'd be like, I think I got it. But they're like, what if you mess something up? And the thing derails and just goes flying. <laughs> and I did a spinny ride with my kids where you just spin in a circle, and the guy says, are you... This is about to be the heaviest five-year-old that you've ever seen. It's like, haha, okay. And it starts spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. My five-year-old smashes against me. And the thing, it feels like it's like training to go up into NASA. It feels like you're training to be an astronaut. Because the thing is spinning so fast that your head is like locked to one side swear like I felt like my neck was about to like snap and my head was gonna like fall off of my shoulders <laughs> but I, in my life I've never in my life ever laughed as hard as I laughed during this ride because my daughter and my other son Sophie and Tucker were in front of me and they <laughs> they were smashed and all I could hear was Sophie and Tucker being stop it please stop the ride Please, and then Austin, if you want to look at my uh, Instagram, Tyler underscore James underscore Griffith, I did a reel and put up a video of each of them, but there's one with Austin's face smashed up against me, that's the ride I'm talking about, but if you have a chance to go visit your fair, the fair is really fun, I also tried to get hypnotized, I went up there and sat up on the stage and the guy's like the number three hypnotist in the world 
I was so excited. I was really like skeptical that he wasn't going to be able to hypnotize me, but I'll do like meditating and breathing. So I was like, maybe I could get myself to like really relax up there. I felt like for whatever reason, like I, you, if you get hypnotized, I just feel like I don't 100% completely trust a stranger making me do strange things. So I feel like my heart rate was like beating too fast or something to where I really couldn't fully relax. And so he didn't get me. If anybody's done the hypnotist thing and it's actually worked or you've seen somebody and you like are 100% certain that this worked, could you hit me up? Because I like, I've never actually seen it work on somebody that I know. It's only been on strangers. And I just have a hard time believing that they're not acting. Because I was fully, fully, fully ready to act this thing out. Like next time I go... I'm going to drop, I'm going to do exactly like all the things everybody did, see how long I can make it through, but I think they were hypnotized, it was pretty interesting, um, and then the last thing is my son had a football game, his first tackle football game of the season, super excited for us, so me and my daughter and my son, we all go, it's balloon so in Colorado Springs, they have this balloon launch where, like, for three days, there's a bunch of hot air balloons. You can go check them out where they do this, like, balloon glow, and then in the morning, they launch them. So we're at the football game, and all these hot air balloons are floating around. So it's, like, this perfect morning. It's warm. And we're sitting on the bleachers, and a whole half goes by. A whole half goes by of this game. And my son has not seen any playing time. My daughter is sitting there. She's kind of like that daughter from Remember the Titans where she's like, go talk to the coach. They forgot about him. We're here to see him, and he needs to play. And Just go say something. And I was like, Sophie, I remember this happened to me when I was a kid. And the coach went down on the field, or my dad came down and talked to my soccer coach. I remember like it was like the most embarrassing thing, and I just don't think you're supposed to do that. And then... A whole half goes by, and I was like, you know what? I do think they forgot about him. I really do. And so I go over, and I'm like, just really nicely, like, hey, just wanted to make sure Tucker gets a little bit of time. Super excited about this. Anyway, thanks. This is a message we get. This is the most competitive thing I have ever seen in my life. This football league is, like, out of this world competitive. Like, so my son's nine. He's turned ten. Like seven to ten year olds. And this is the message that we got sent the next morning. Or the, the, after the game. Good afternoon, team. There will be a meeting on Monday to go over rules amongst other things. But there is something I want to address immediately. Okay. I know many of you are new to the team and may not know or understand how things work so I'll clarify first thing please do not ever in all capital letters approach my wife which is who I approached because I couldn't get the coach's attention because he was like coaching approach my wife or any other team mom in regards to your player getting playing time this is a coaching decision. 
They have nothing to do with that. Also, and then they go on to talk about this MPR that every player has mandatory play rule. They have to play 10 plays. It's like, dude, maybe if you just told us this, then we wouldn't have done that. I don't know if I was the only parent that did it, but I was definitely one of the parents that went and like talked to the coach's wife. So then after the game, he basically was like yelling like directly at us and probably directly at me. Like I said, I don't know if the other parents did this or not. I think I saw a bunch of parents down there on the field. I didn't realize I had switched from like peewee fun flag football to the NFL in one year. Eight to nine years old was like, eight was like fun, go out, have a blast, enjoy yourself. Like, this is all about fun. And then nine is like, if we lose, you guys are losers. Lose, losing. You lost. So what are you? You're losers. You're not winners. You're losers. It's like I could tell the coaches were like, maybe a little bit wanting to like put on a happy face, but they're unable to. Not able to. It's like too much, too much competition. And I think they they won the state tournament last year. So now we're zero and one. All the parents are talking to the coach's wife, trying to get their kids playing time. And I do appreciate these coaches, though. They put in a lot of time and effort with these boys. They're trying to make it this, like, uh, culture, teach them how to be young men, not just football players. So they do weigh-ins, and they have to walk over with their hands folded in front of them. they got to say, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, and... So, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming from this, but I just thought it was really funny that I got basically yelled at for my kids' nine-year-old football game. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the Tuesday Funnies. If you liked it, subscribe, like, share. And if you're here, it's your friend and me here.